0: Welcome to Black Girl Aesthetics with Sunita Michelle Lee, bringing the latest in beauty, fashion, and lifestyle curated for the Black woman that is wonderfully made. Hello, welcome to Black Girl Aesthetics Podcast. I am Sunita Michelle Lee, also known as The Skin Specialist coming to you on September 23rd, 2023. And today we are doing our first Big Facts segment of the year. Yes, I know that I've been slacking due to life, business, and all the things, but I promise you I am back at it, behind and in front of the scenes, however you wanna view it. (laughs) Today's Big Facts discussion is about minorities and medical aesthetics. Tune in because I have some juicy facts and statistics from zipia.com and more. Hi, we are back. If you're just tuning in, welcome to Black Girl Aesthetics Podcast. I'm Sunita Michelle. We are doing Big Facts today. Today we are talking about minorities in medical aesthetics. So we're going to start off with the common myths. I love to tell these myths over and over because I think they're silly. And I always just want to spread information um, so everyone is educated on all sides of the board. Cause that's what it's all about, everything being fair across the board. So there are many common myths about black skin that are not only true, but also harmful. These myths can lead to people, you know, minorities being denied access to healthcare, being discriminated against in the workplace and being subjected to social stigma. Here are a few of the most common myths about black skin. Again, I've probably named some of these myths before, but I'm going to name them again um, because there are actually still people that believe these things, and I want to dispel them all. Um, Black skin is thicker and less sensitive than white skin. This is not true. Black skin is just as sensitive as white skin, if not more so. In fact, uh, black skin are more likely to experience skin conditions such as eczema and psoriasis. Yes, black people can get psoriasis okay um, black people don't need to wear sunscreen stop with this it's very dangerous we all need to wear sunscreen I wear it every day it doesn't clog my pores it doesn't make my skin white you need to get the right formula for your skin as you would with any product black people don't get acne I you know I personally haven't never heard this but it actually is a myth in the community that we don't get acne yes we do this is not true everyone gets acne Um, you know everyone has hyperpigmentation issues dark spots you know after acne breakouts scarring these are just conditions of the skin anyone's skin Black people don't get rosacea. I have rosacea. I've talked about this many a times. We do get rosacea. I have rosacea. Um, I'm a black woman. And if you don't know what rosacea is, it's a skin condition that causes redness, flushing, and pimples. Um, It can affect people of all skin colors. Um, Skin conditions can affect people of all skin colors. It's more common with people with fair skin. Um, As you can see, my skin is not fair. Um, It's not really dark. I'm a black woman, um, so black people come in all shades. Um, These are just a few of the many myths about black skin. Um, You know, black don't crack, all of this old stuff. Um, You know, I'm not bragging at all, but... I will say that um, a lot of the younger generations, they're aging a little bit faster. Um, so yes, black does crap. If you are a person of color, it is important to talk to your doctor. And I can say person of color because I am. Um, you know, if you're a minority, um, a person with of melanin. <laughs> It is important to talk to your doctor about your skin health and how to take care of your skin there are so many resources available to help you find an institution a doctor a medical institution you know who is knowledgeable about skin care for people um of ethnicity big facts about The stats is coming up next. You guys know I love Zipia. A lot of this information I'm going to be giving um, on statistics and demographics comes from zipia.com, so stay tuned for that. Hello, welcome back to Black Girl Aesthetics Podcast. Today, we are doing big facts. We're talking about minorities in medical aesthetics. And we just previously went over some common myths. I always go over these myths every year. I'm going to keep going over them until the stats look like they should look. <laughs> big facts about the stats. Let's get right to it. So, Zipia, what are they estimating now? Uh, in the aesthetics industry. Today we're talking about medical aesthetics. So that is the information that I um, researched in Zipia. So Zipia estimates medical esthetician demographics and statistics in the United States by using a database of 30 million profiles. Our medical esthetician estimates are verified against BLS census and current job openings data for accuracy. Zippia's data science team found the following key facts about medical institutions after extensive research and analysis. Okay, let's get into it. There are over 42,986 medical institutions currently employed in the United States. 96% of all medical institutions are women, while 4% are men. The average medical institution age is 34 years old. The most common ethnicity of medical estheticians is white at 63.3%, followed by Hispanic or Latino, 16.3%, Asian at 8.7%, and unknown at 6.4%. In 2022, women earned 97% of what men earned. 9% of all medical estheticians are LGBT. By race, it breaks down to... White at 63.3%, Hispanic or Latino at 16.3%, Asian at 8.7%, unknown at 6.4%, Black or African-American 5.1%, and American Indian and Alaska Native 0.2%. Medical institutions are 91% more likely to work at private companies in comparison to education companies. Okay get into those statistics. Black and African American comes after unknown, okay? Let's get into that, okay? Get into those numbers. Still underrepresented, still very, very low percentage, very, very low percentage. Um, The lack of diversity in the medical aesthetics field has a number of negative consequences. One consequence is that Black people may have a difficulty finding providers who are knowledgeable about their skincare needs. Another consequence is that Black people may be less likely to receive quality care from providers who are not familiar with their skin type and concerns. There are a number of things that can be done to increase the percentage of Black professionals in medical aesthetics. One thing is to encourage more Black students to pursue careers in medicine. Another thing is to make the medical aesthetics feel more inclusive and welcoming to Black professionals, okay? This is something that I talk about all the time. It starts at an entry level. From the moment you enter school and you're talking to advisors and all of this and that, um, they have the know-how to know which way to direct you. And it is not happening at an entry level. So, that's where the misrepresentation is starting. It's starting there. So, uh, coming up next, we're going to talk about why all of this is important. Why do I talk about this all of the time? We're going to talk about it coming up next. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to Black Girl Aesthetics Podcast. Today we're doing big facts on minorities in medical aesthetics. We've covered common myths and we've covered some big facts about the statistics in medical aesthetics and where we stand and all of that. And now we're gonna talk about why this information is important. Why is Anita always talking about the statistics and 3.5 percent, which is now 6.7 percent, I think. Don't quote me. It's 6.5 or 6.7 percent. Um, I did look it up, but I just can't remember right at the moment. I am recording live, so uh, yes, and I am human. But we're right, um, right at six percent now. 3.5 percent. I looked that up. That was in 2020 or 2021. One or the other Um, gave that information out, you know, glad everybody received that information. I've been seeing that stat everywhere. It's now at 6%, you guys, so you can change that 3.5. We are at 6% now. We are doing the work. Okay, why is this important? Minorities often face discrimination and disadvantage in society. Okay, we all know that. That's been facts for a long time. They may be denied access, we may be denied access to education, employment, housing, and other essential services. We may also be subjected to violence and harassment, okay? I've definitely been subjected to harassment um, by minorities and non-minorities. We'll dive into that a little bit later on in the season, um, because we're gonna definitely get into that. Despite the challenges they face, Despite the challenges that I faced and other minorities have faced, um, we've made significant contributions to societies around the world. We have enriched cultures. We have advanced economies and fought for social justices all around the board for everyone. And I do mean everyone. Here are some examples of minority groups. If you don't know, I'll give you some examples racial and ethnic minorities, African-Americans, Latinos, my Asian-Americans, my Native Americans. These are racial and ethnic minorities. Religious minorities, Muslims, Jews, Hindus. These are religious minorities because they're not the majority, you know? Linguistic minorities, Spanish speakers, Chinese speakers, French speakers. They're minorities too. Sexual orientation minorities, LGBTQ plus people. They're minorities. Gender identity minorities, transgender and non-binary people, minorities. People with disabilities, minorities. It's important to know what a minority is. When you know what a minority is, then you'll know. <laughs> you'll know, okay? For example, in the United States, white people are the majority group. Black people, minority, so if in- you know, that's what that means. We're the smaller group, so we're underrepresented. We don't get the best uh, positions, even though we've worked just as hard, if not harder. We have to work harder because we're the smaller group. However, in South Africa, white people are a minority group, why black people are the majority. So it just depends on where you are in the world. Um. But, you know, what can we do? How can the majority be an ally? How can your fellow minority be an ally? Okay, we can support each other. Okay, minorities, we need to support each other. We need to support each other's businesses. If you don't offer a service or product, refer that person to another minority business. It's okay to refer people to majority businesses, but understand there's a minority business that needs that business way more than that majority business does, okay? So help your fellow minority business owner out and refer people, rotate the business. I say this all the time. In the area that you're in, rotate the business Network with other business owners. You know, it's only going to help your business. And understand, it's business. You don't have to be besties to support. You don't have to do that. You don't have to be besties with someone to support them, okay? Seek out Black providers for your own aesthetic needs. That's another way you can help. If you're a provider seek out another minority provider for your aesthetic needs where are you going as a professional you know who's taking care of your skin when you don't want to recommend these providers to your friends and family okay leave positive reviews for black providers online that you know right now I've taken a position um, in the corporate spa industry. So I'm handling the social media over the facial department for this corporate spa. And I see that when I look at the reviews and I compare them, yes, leave reviews. We need reviews. We need presence on Google for people to know that we're also great. And it's okay to come to us whether you're majority or minority race, you know, it should be fair all across the board. Donate to these organizations. You know, if they have a way and, you know, they're expanding or they have a Kickstarter fund, you can donate to those. Donate to the organizations to increase diversity in the field, okay? These are ways we can support, these are ways that we can help each other and help our economy grow and help the economy grow overall because we already help the economy grow but what about your economy that you're a part of how are you helping that grow how are you making that more diverse things to think about stay tuned for the wrap-up Back, everyone. It's Anita Michelle with Black Girl Aesthetics Podcast. Today we talked about some big facts. Okay, we talked about minorities in medical aesthetics. Okay, we focused on the challenges and opportunities that minorities face in the medical aesthetics industry. We received insights from experts in the field, which is me. Okay, and we also receive information from Zipia.com, which I love, love, love. And I, you know, it's important to note that minorities are not a homogeneous group and their experiences and perspectives differ. However, there are common hurdles that many minorities encounter in the medical aesthetics industry, such as lack of access to care, discrimination, and limited representation, Despite this, the future of minorities in the industry looks promising, okay? There is a growing awareness of these issues and many individuals and organizations are actively working to address them. Such as people like me, you know, um, I can name many individuals that's doing the work in the industry, okay? We are also witnessing an increase in the number of minorities achieving success in the field, okay, so we are growing, okay? Um, To continue moving forward, it is is essential that we raise awareness of the challenges minorities face and work towards creating an inclusive and equitable environment. Okay, it needs to be inclusive and equitable. Okay, supporting minority-owned businesses and providers, encouraging minorities to pursue careers in medical aesthetics, speaking out against discrimination and biases, educating oneself and others about these issues. It is okay to speak about it and supporting organizations advocating for inclusive inclusivity are all actionable ways to support minorities in the medical aesthetics industry as a community we can affect change we can create a more positive future okay we can do this together thank you for listening tune in to our next episode um where we're going to discuss modalities in the aesthetic, in in the aesthetics industry. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. uh, Until next time, be blessed, be grateful. Okay. And don't be a hater.